This is Hair Kid. This is QI. We are Milk Talk, and you are listening to Studio Funk.
Yeah, so just going back a bit, once again, thinking about the first discoveries of you both, it was definitely through your first single, Abi Rue, and which, you know, we did go through that story earlier about Zachary Force Funk sharing it on his Instagram, and it, people like myself saw that through that, and I was just like, what is this? And I looked further, and then to my delight as well, there was a fantastic video as well, which really goes well with the track and just to point out here what's nice about this single you have the original mix but you also there's a nice remix as well which i'm coming to like love even more like it's, it's quite funny actually like I've known these tracks for quite a bit of time now and i still go back to this fantastic record that you released yeah that remix uh, that's by our friends pascom music club Kong Ongaku Kudabu, who uh, QI actually, you sang on a track for them, didn't you? Mm-hmm. On Paskong Ongaku Kudabu, you did a vocal for one ah, of their yeah. songs, right? Yes, I singing a two or one songs. Yeah, I remember you did a song called Seed. Yes. On yes, the, yes, yes. I think the EP is called Atrium Plants, which is digital only, mm. but it's kind of like a cool, mm. like acid um, mm-hmm. house song. And uh, yeah, Paskong Ongak Club, Persicom Music Club, has been really uh, doing great things in Japan recently. They're playing a lot of shows and getting a great response. They did, uh, they've done a couple of songs for um, Pokemon, actually. Oh, they, yeah. They've done like uh, some Pokemon tracks. But um, some history with them. They actually did a remix of Plastic New York of the original release. The uh, Before Milk Talk, I released Plastic New York via um, Maltine Records, which is probably Japan's, in my opinion, the most legendary online net label. Okay. And um, I didn't really know Pascom Music Club at that time, but... The label boss, Tomad of Maltine, said, yeah, we got to get Pascom Music Club on this EP. And I think it was the second remix that they ever did was their Plastic New York remix. So you can you can hunt that down on SoundCloud. It's um, it's got that sort of 90s PCM vibe. Okay. Um, so if you like the Abiru remix, uh, definitely go down the Pascom Music Club rabbit hole. They just released a great album. Um, when was that? Was that this year? Or was it late last year? It's called Dream Blue. It's this really um, kind of like a concept record of atmospheric drum and bass using Japanese sea and harbor imagery. And it's it's a really beautiful piece of music. It, it's mm. not funk. It's more more sort of that intelligent drum and bass ambient kind of sound. But um yeah, they're they're doing great things, and we're happy to call them our friends. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about Abi Ru, when I hear the track, I can't help but think about the music video as well. And I really love the visuals that you did there. And I just want to know, like, what was like the thinking behind that? Was that something that you kind of like directed and edited and created yourselves, or did you work with someone else? So we shot in a small 
cheap mini hotel studio because we didn't have the money to rent a studio. Mm-hmm. So we put the color seat on the light and set up a synthesizer and we shot with an old camera. So, and then I was really surprised at how good the footage turned out. Yeah, and that shoot was really improvised. Like, um, yeah. uh, I always do big shoot for the work music videos. Right. Yeah, but Milk Took is a DIY style, so I'm always discovering new things. It's a little interesting. Yeah, when we we did that, I had I had never worked with QI on a music video before, which is, um, you know, that's one of the many hats that she wears uh, is music video director. So I meet her at this tiny, kind of like sketchy hotel. Like the people at the front desk probably thought we were there to do something else other than make a music video. Uh, but QI is like, look, I got this cellophane color film and I'm like, what are you, what are you going to do with that? But then so she starts putting it on the lights and it totally changed the atmosphere of this little hotel room and turned it into uh, what you see in the Abiru video. It's just dollar store cellophane color film. <laughs> and it's so cool. It's so effective. Like, I'm actually just like got it on in the background now while you've been talking. It's just... It's amazing now, like breaking it down. I'm like, okay, I understand now. And mm-hmm. because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is like it. The picture fits the music perfectly. That the setting, the, the atmosphere, it feels very in sync with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did a fantastic job doing that. So once again, QI, I, I know you have the, the the skills and your design and art and. And now, to, now it's good to know that you have um, obviously the the passion as well for doing music video direction. Thank you. Yeah, I I think listening to music video is too much information. So I want to make a more simple like music video for Abir. Where it was just like the vibe. There's yes. no story. Yes. Mm. There's no characters. It's just atmosphere. Yeah,なんかミルクトークをシンボライズにしたかった。なんか青白とかをあんまりシルエットだけ見せて、これがミルクトークのちょっとフォーストリリースミステリアスフォーストリリースみたいなイメージでした。Right. So you might have been able to understand what she was saying, but yeah. basically saying that because it was our first release, keeping a little mystery and just showing our silhouettes and not really revealing who we were um, was something that she wanted to do and use that as symbolism for Milk Talk. Mm. And I love how it turned out. I'm so impressed. There's a funny thing that happened with that video. Um, I decided to try and run it as a YouTube advertisement. And I think it where I was just, I had some like free YouTube advertising, like, hey, try YouTube advertising. So, okay, I'll just put Abiru as a YouTube advertisement if people watch it. 
Um, I ran it, I don't know, for like a day or something just because I wanted to see what YouTube advertising was like because we, we do everything ourselves and you know, mm -hmm. we have to be our own marketers, which I, I don't like, but it's a necessary evil. Anyway, after long after the campaign stopped running, I got a message from YouTube saying like, you can't run this video as an advertisement because it has like obscene or grotesque like sexual content like there was something <laughs> like sexy or dangerous about it and i was looking no and way. i was trying to think like what could they have been talking about there's nothing like that in the video the only thing i could imagine is i was wearing headphones um because I needed to hear what was coming out of the synthesizer to my, my old Roland SH2 from the late seventies. I needed to hear the notes to make sure I was playing the, the stuff right for mm -hmm. the track. So if you look at my silhouette, the headphone cable is kind of like coming out of my hip area. <laughs> so they might have thought maybe someone at YouTube thought my headphone cable was connected to like a naughty place <laughs> and they said you can't advertise it you can't do it. I don't know like that's the only thing I could guess because otherwise like what's in that video that could be gross or nasty but so that's that's my best guess is that there's a suspicious it doesn't it doesn't look like anything though like it i really that's still a mystery so um if you're listening to this check out our abiru video <laughs> and please try to figure out why youtube flagged this as something that was not available for advertisement because it was too sexual or like grotesque because i i have no idea <laughs> that's crazy that it's is really weird, crazy right? that's what i call about going a bit too far in the detail <laughs> that's mad that's mad yeah i really yeah. don't know what they could have been thinking about yeah but listeners if you've not checked it out definitely check out the rb roof music video you would not be disappointed it's fantastic and yeah definitely check out the the music it's all available on Bandcamp as well if you're into like getting some digital downloads but don't forget it's also available on streams and also the 7-inch 45s are available where you can get them. I'll say that. <laughs> because, right. um, like I said, the records that I had, they sold quick. So if you're interested in the 45s, you may have to go to the dark side of the Discogs. Yeah. If you can, come see us live because we, <laughs> we do have some 45s for sale here in Japan. I hope they open the border to tourism soon. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. But yeah, come see us. And uh, we got records for you. So we're waiting. Indeed, indeed.
in New York. I was an art student. I was making my portfolio every day, but all the students around me were really excellent. So, and I think I was a dropout. So maybe I wanted to escape from my studies. Every night I would drive to, I would go to venue and club. I just looking for fun music. So I met Hellkit. Yeah, and I just remember. Sometimes I remember being jealous of the Shiba Inu. Do you know Shiba Inu, Japanese dog? In so I met Shiba Inu in New York. Really, I was jealous because I thought they、uh, could understand English better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like、uh, like good dog, sit.、Yes. Stay.、Yeah. You, you couldn't understand that. Like, sit. What, 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 what do you mean? Yeah. But no, I no. I, 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 I definitely had that feeling. Sometimes I even still have that feeling living in Japan. But when I first came here, I, I, I couldn't speak the language at all. And、um, the very first time I came, I didn't have a smartphone, so like no Google Translate, no Google、mm-hmm. Maps. So anytime I wanted to go somewhere, I just like drew. I looked at Google Maps at my friend's apartment, and drew like a map in a little notebook I had. I tried to like copy the Google Map onto paper, <laughs> old school. And that was like so, some days I just felt like, what am I doing? <laughs> I, I don't know how to interact with anyone. Where am I? But I also got to see some of my favorite artists、uh, play in. Here in Japan,、mm. uh, the first time I came, I saw Soichi Terada, who's like a Japanese house legend.、Um, at the time, he was playing as Omodaka, which is this really interesting fusion、mm. of like chip tune and yeah, kind of like、so、Japanese、amazing. traditional music. So, but yeah, I totally relate to the feeling of the dog understands the language better than yeah. Than I, I remember the Shiba Inu face. He's a really clever. And cool, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, but yeah, then we we met and we started making music together, and it's kind of interesting because we both moved to Japan around the same time, but separately. Yes, that's true. So when I first got here, I, I wasn't really making any music, but QI and I would we would video chat and write together,、yes. and. We still have demos from that period, but it's it's not really like Milk Talk t- style stuff. But、um, the first Milk Talk track was actually Pixelated Girl, which、um, I had started writing back in America. But I kind of imagined like like a Luther Vandross type voice, like a really rich like R and B baritone singing like、right. When I came across you online, you know, like that kind of. <laughs> That kind of thing,、um, but I said, "Qi, why don't you try singing on this?" And, well, okay.、Uh, Transistor, as an actor. Ah, pixelated girl. Like this. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, Luther. Wow. But, but that's my kind of thing right there. <laughs> so, originally. I had some lyrics that were in English, but they didn't have. Some of them didn't have the power 
than I expected them to when she sang them in English. So that's when the lyrics just switched over into Japanese. That song switches between Japanese and English really fast.、Mm. And we just kind of did that almost out of necessity. But now we still do that.、Um, now, QI's English is still very good. And my, my, I have a, a better understanding of Japanese. So when we have songs now that switch between English and Japanese, it's just because we want to. Like, oh, this part would sound good in English. This part would sound good in Japanese. Right. Yeah, um, that's, yeah, that's really interesting to know, actually, because、um, it does remind me of just hearing like, some city pop tracks from the 80s, and some of them are mixed English and Japanese as well. And、mm-hmm. I also wonder like, sometimes, is it because some words just sound better in English, or it, it corresponds and communicates better in English, whereas some of it obviously is better to have it in Japanese as well? Well, let's see. QI is a really great lyricist on her own. With Milk Talk, we collaborate on the lyrics, basically. But、mm-hmm. QI, as a lyricist,、mm. how do you feel about Japanese songs where they just like, throw in some English words or English parts? Like, why do you、uh, think they do that? Is it cool? Is it like. So, now, you mean. Translation. Let me pull up the.、Um, there's a song、I'm, I want to play for you guys a little later, which is、uh, a classic city pop song, Momoko Kikuchi's Mystical Composer.、Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of people think one of, that's like one of the best city pop songs ever. Maybe, maybe top 20.、Um, but I think the, the pre chorus is like.、Um, Da, da, or the chorus is da, 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 You just dreamer, something in Japanese. Waiting for you, Kare no Kyoku, Hajime te kita yoru, Catching for you. <laughs> like, they just throw in like random, and it doesn't always make sense. Like, What do you think of those kind of lyrics?、Uh, as a lyricist? Or just as a, a Japanese person,、ah, even.、Okay. And as a lyricist. So, this style is really usual in Japan. So, when I was a childhood, I listened a lot of music like this. So, I think Japanese singer and Japanese track maker. For at first making a music, mixed Japanese and English lyric is really, really usual. It's kind of like normal. It's kind of like normal. I want to make an only Japanese lyric, every track maker mixed music. English and Japanese is <laughs> Okay, just like how you just mixed English and Japanese when explaining that. <laughs> Basically,、um, I think you could probably understand, but what she says is that a lot of lyricists in Japan,、um, if they don't decide to make a 100% Japanese song, it's really easy for English to slip in because it's just very common.、Mm. And、uh, since everybody does it, I'm going to do it too, kind of、um, 
mindset, I guess, or, or creative, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. Really interesting.
Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It's like a Japanese program. Studio Funk. I could, I could even like just take that studio font book alone and just reuse it.、Oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah. You can use that as your,、um, your like watermark or you know, your. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. I just remember、mm. uh, like, uh, two years ago, Pasoko Music Club's work, I、mm-hmm. said、uh, Leo Rogers like this. Oh, yeah. The Nagoya cities. Oh, like community radio? Ah,、uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Mm. Like this. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? What, what, what was that when you、uh, did that? I, I, I'm not, I don't remember now, but my friends、mm-hmm. in, stay in Nagoya. He sent me as some patterns, my Lazio voice. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that's cool, amazing. Yeah, that's one thing that's different about Japan is that there's very few radio stations here. The, the regulations are much more strict. So, for major、yeah. stations, you only have like in down here, there's maybe only eight. Of FM stations or、really? that you can receive. Yeah, it's really, really heavily regulated. So, I, I listening back to be, before recording this, listening to some Studio Funk episodes, it made me really nostalgic for some of the more local、um, radio stations I used to listen to back in America, where、mm. you would have more conversations like this with more independent artists and Being able to hear music that you would not be exposed to otherwise, which made me really excited to record this. And that's why we've been doing this for like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to admit, this is definitely hitting the record breaking of like the longest time I've done recordings <laughs> with a person. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, it's cool. It's cool. If, if, it's, if it's too much, I'll keep you posted how it goes, but. I realize、mm. it's too much. I might have to do things like remove some stuff, but then no, release, no, it separately,、sure. release it separately yeah, as yeah. a separate thing、yeah. and be like,、mm-hmm. oh, here's a bonus part that was like part of our conversations. And- right, right. Yeah. If, I'm, I'm sure if you cut it to just the best bits, then、yes. it'll be like a real strong show. So,、mm. oh, this has been so much fun. Yes, definitely. You both can.、Um, Fall asleep now, even though you're probably too excited. <laughs> yeah, we're super excited. Yeah, do you want to play Splatoon? Yeah, I'm a little. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what are you playing Splatoon on? You're playing it on Switch or something? Yes, yes, yeah.、Right. It, Splatoon 3 just came out on Friday, so we're both kind of into that. It came out at the worst time because I have so much Milk Talk stuff to do. <laughs> And, <laughs> So, I'll sneak in like 10 minutes here and there.、Uh, Now's the perfect time. Gonna, gonna game a little bit, wind down. It's, it's, it's funny because I've been, I got a PS5, but I'm thinking about getting a Switch now.、Um, it's been a long time、Now's- coming because my friends, they've got Switches and they're like, you gotta、yeah. get one. And then I just saw like another new trailer the other day for like a new Zelda game. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh. That's cool. Yeah, ca- now's a great、up. time to get a Switch because Splatoon 3 just dropped. So, like, everybody's playing it right now.、Mm. I think in Japan it set a sales record for like the 
in the first three days after launch, um, Splatoon sold the most copies out of any Switch game. So, wow, it's uh, everybody's digging it. It's that so good. we're gonna, yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. So we're gonna go play that, do a little milk talk Splatoon session. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could do a separate podcast just about yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, QI is really into VR chat. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not really familiar with that, but that's like a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm into the VR chat, really. Wow. I'm, I'm trying to make my own avatar on Brenda mm-hmm. and okay. using a little bit difficult for me, but it was yeah. really interesting. Right. I could send you the... Um, I still have the QI character blender file for Transistor Lover. You could just use that character. Ah, yeah. <laughs> too, too much real, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People will be knocking at your door. Oh, it's you. <laughs> yeah. So, well, maybe that'll be my VR chat avatar. I'll, I'll do the, the hair kid model from Transistor mm-hmm. Lover. Mm-hmm. Just, that's the funny thing. So, yeah. Excellent. Okay, I'll let you both continue and get yes. into some platoon, Splatoon free. And um, yeah, thank you. It's been, it's been great. Seriously, this has been amazing. Um, yeah. And thank you for. And then we, we got there in the end with the audio as well. It worked out really well. So mm-hmm. thank you for that, Miles. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad it worked out. I'll give you my chain. My mic is running into a preamp, which is running into a compressor which is running into an audio interface, which is running into my laptop, which is sending audio out of my interface into my other interface in my desktop, which is then going into clean feed. So I'm like, I'm like swimming in spaghetti right now. Just cables everywhere. But it worked. It worked. It did work. It worked really well. And it was really good to have hear the tracks in time and, yeah, yeah, it's good. Because also we did a lot of good reactions earlier as well. We did a lot of stuff today. It was Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to the edit. So sorry we gave you so much to go through, <laughs> but uh, really looking forward to how it turns out. Yeah. I'll definitely keep you both updated how it goes. Definitely. Thank you so much. Okay. I'll speak to you both soon. And yes. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Rest of your Thank night. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks.